What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Philly vs. the World. We'll, we'll be taking a little bit of a Thanksgiving break after this episode, you know. I, I, I want to ask you guys, though, right before we get into this, people are freaking obsessed with Christmas, right? Like, after Halloween, people were just all on this Christmas train. Mm-hmm. People are disrespecting one of my favorite holidays, if not my yeah. favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving I'll, is the best holiday. All right, so I, I want to ask you, like, are you the type of people like, oh, December December 1st rolls around, like, on November 1st rolls around, it's Christmas time, I'm bringing out the Christmas stuff, I'm, no. I'm wearing, I'm playing the Christmas music, because today, my freaking Uber driver was playing Christmas music, and I was like, bro, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Give me the Adam Sandler turkey mm-hmm. song. They, you know what? I literally just came from work, and you know what they were doing today? Playing Christmas music. Decorating for Christmas. Ugh. I had to get the Christmas tree out of the storage room. We were hanging out wreaths, making snowflakes. Ugh. I said to a little the, nice arts and crafts to, time to at my, the internship, yeah, like, and that's I left as fast as I could to come to the station once that started. But I said to my coworker who was decorating, "You're psychotic." Like Thanksgiving hasn't even begun yet, and I I agree, Chris. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Christmas are also the two best sports holidays. If we yes. really want to tie it into here, you mm-hmm. got your NFL on Thursday for Thanksgiving. You got your your basketball on Christmas Day all day, amazing. But like Thanksgiving needs it, it, it's time. I feel like people are so materialistic and so selfish that like all we care about is the gifts and the spirit and being all cozy and watching movies. Let's take some time to give thanks, thank, right? Th- yeah, Thanksgiving is so much better because you don't have to give gifts. Like it's such a stressful time. Mm-hmm. I have to get this person a gift. I have to get that person a gift. I have to get people that who I like a gift. I don't like that. All right, why would I have to? Why do I have to spend money on people I don't even like? Uh. I don't like that. And I think I know. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about. So, and don't mention that person's name, please. But anyway, I was going to, but yeah, I knew Chris. I saw Chris lean into the microphone, but. I just don't like it. I, I I used to love Christmas, but I don't like Christmas anymore. It's all about Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. It's so much better. The food's better on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys play every year. So Drew, like you, you're watching Cowboys football on Thanksgiving, right? You mm-hmm. and you, you and your family Cowboys yeah. fans. Yeah, no, my dad. My dad's the reason that I am a Cowboys oh, fan today. Interesting. So, so we usually, my mom always positions the meal right towards the end of the first game when I think the Lions play. Oh yeah. We will watch the first half of the Lions game and then we'll eat. And then we'll be done eating about when the 425 rolls around. And then we'll sit there and watch the game. Like, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite parts so of Thanksgiving. So dinner time is like around 420 you start it? More, yeah. Nah, <laughs> I'd say we're maybe finished. 420 up. is the pregame yeah, for dinner. Yeah, I got, I got I'm you. I'm stepping outside. Wait, do you guys celebrate Thanksgiving with uh, extended family or just your immediate family? No, uh, I'm immediate. So Just immediate. So just the four of you guys. Five. 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 Oh, you have two younger two, brothers? I have a younger brother, younger sister. No. Oh, wow. So. Like so the, oh, you never talked about her. So no, not me. Like big Italian family on my mom's side. It's like my me, my aunts, my cousins, my grandpa, second cousins. Like all kind of like all that. And th- they stay that. all day, right? Like, yeah. The, how the the right. celebration yeah. goes on for all yeah. day, and right? It's good times. Right. It is better time. All, all right, right, let's let's hop into this, guys. Let's hop into our episode before our little Turkey Day break we're gonna have here. First things first. Things are not looking too hot. If you're a Chicago Bears or a Los Angeles Chargers fans, both of them lost this week. The Chargers have now dropped two straight games. How would you address the Bears and the Chargers quarterback situation next season? Well, first things first, Phillip Rivers is a free agent at the end of this year for the Chargers. Ooh. To me, Ooh. maybe if you ask me in the beginning of the season, I say, hey, 
don't if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? But it's broke, Chris. And, and, and it is broke right now. Mm. I actually have a theory about Philip Rivers. Oh, boy. All right? John's going to love this. Either he's blind, he's losing his vision because he's getting old, right? <laughs> or he doesn't have his testosterone drive anymore. Oh, no, he's got it. You watch him yelling at people. He only has nine because he's got nine kids. I don't know if his swimmers are working. I don't know if he's, like, motivated. <laughs> I, I would agree. I don't know if he's oh, motivated no. anymore, man. Take a shot at his manhood. I'm just saying. You know, I have Philip Rivers in fantasy, and it's very frustrating. So, like, here I am coming into the beginning of the year thinking, I have a quarterback who has dominated the league for the last 10-plus years, a potential Hall of Famer, right? I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer right now. Well, no, not right now. This season this you know season's what? not no. indicative of his and, career and, and, and I'll get into Trubisky, but I think a separation is perfect for them, right? Think about think about the Broncos, right? When they got Peyton Manning, it, 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 was, it was over, right? In Indianapolis, it was... Uh, you know, one Super Bowl, a lot of memories, a lot of good play, a lot of yards, a lot of MVPs, but only one Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. I know Philip Rivers, you know, hasn't even brought the Chargers to an AFC Championship game, right? So, but maybe a change of scenery, maybe that's what he needs, right? Maybe. Maybe, maybe you know, I saw reports today from, uh, I believe it was a Bleacher Report saying that he's shown interest in Tennessee. You know, he's a Southern guy. Interesting. Going to the Titans. Mm. They need a quarterback there, right? Yeah. But the thing is on the Chargers, and it's kind of how it works differently from the Bears situation— I think the Bears would be able to plug a guy like Cam Newton in or a rookie quarterback like Jalen Hurds and be able to be successful right away because of how their team is built, right? Mm-hmm. They have defensive team first, young guys to run. They got, they got some guys they could run the ball with in different ways. Change good receivers, pace. too. Good receivers. Offensive line needs to get better, right? Then look at the Chargers. It's like they got some pieces on defense. I know you got Ingram. You got, you got Bosa. You got Derwin James. You got Nasir Adderley, right? But this, I just feel like a Chargers team, right, if they got a rookie quarterback— It'd be almost be like they're going to need a couple of years to get to the swing of things. Mm. I don't know, though, because the difference between the two situations is that— and I also think Matt Nagy can fit a rookie quarterback better, right? We already saw him do it with Trubisky, in, mm-hmm. a, in a sense, right? Yeah, but Anthony Lynn, I think, is capable. I don't know Pro- if Lynn's going to have a job. Who knows? Because, frankly, Chris, it's not just on Rivers. It's on him as well because there are a lot of weapons on this sure. Chargers offense. Sure, very dis- undisciplined. You have your three-down back in Gordon. You have your receiving back in Eckler. You have your number one receiver in Keenan Allen. You have your deep threat second second receiver in Mike Williams. You have a stud tight end in Hunter Henry. Your O-line is suspect, to say the least, but the Chargers should be better than 4-7. and seven. And Phillip Rivers should be better than trying to force a, a, a wheel route or whatever that was on Monday night to Austin Eckler when you're in the red zone with with a few seconds to go. I understand time is time is pressing, all this and all that. But the big difference between the Chargers and the Bears to this point is that Phillip Rivers is actually still good. Even though he throws two picks in that Monday night game, still a lot of good two throws. Two picks? He threw four oh, he picks. Threw four. My mistake. He threw two touchdowns, four. didn't no, he? No, he threw one touchdown. I thought he threw two touchdowns and four picks. I mixed up the four picks. No, I think th- he did throw two touchdowns. You're right. I think he threw no. two touchdowns. And four picks, my mistake. So so it was bad on the picks area, but he still did get yardage down the field. Trubisky's problem is he is unplayable, in my opinion. He It is impossible for you to count on Mitch Trubisky to throw the ball. Which is ironic, any because last year, and I know some people weren't on top of this, but he looked decent, right? It was like, okay, Trubisky looks like a guy that fits what the Bears want to do, right? They, they, they can move the ball on offense. Change, you know, they'll, they'll drain the clock, time possession. They're going to run the ball down your throat, and when Trubisky needs to make a throw, he's going to make a throw, right? Like, that's kind of what the sense of was the identity last year. And now you're right. Trubisky is just kind of like, it, it's man. like he's just lost out there, right? Yeah. It's like everything looks, everything's going a million miles per hour, and he's, stuck, he's stuck in neutral. Yeah. 
It's all seeing he's seeing ghosts. ghosts. No, you're 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 right, and you're right. Rivers can continue to play, and that's why I think a change of scenery, right? Maybe Tennessee, they need a quarterback, right? Maybe. But but my thing is, Rivers needs to play in a situation as good or better than he has now, and he has so many offensive weapons at his disposal. You go to Tennessee, they have decent players there, but but nothing special, nothing to write home about. I, I would like to see him on a team like the Bears, like to see really what the comp would be, right. or, or a team like the Panthers. Some We've talked about teams that need quarterbacks. I think that Phillip Rivers w- would do really well on a team like well, the Panthers. And, here, and here's the thing, too. You have to think about it in the sense of someone who's 35-plus years old, turning towards 40. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to go where I want to go, right? Like, like, yeah. like, I get what you're saying. What Tennessee's, they got Derrick Henry, right? They they got AJ Brown, Corey Davis. One of those two guys going to kind of yeah, they're they're all right. They're pretty good. Turn but, the corner, mm-hmm. but in the sense of he's maybe like I want to play in Tennessee, right? I don't I don't care. I think I could win there, right? It, I I don't know. It's kind Absolutely. of you you get into that kind of when you're you have you know when you're older and your final years, right? Like how many more years is Rivers going to play? He's not going to be like Brady playing deep into his forties, no, right? so, but he's still got a lot of fire. Right. And you see it on the field. Sure. Him. And I was just kidding about his testosterone thing. Yeah, I do obviously. think he might be blind though. <laughs> I do think he might be losing his vision though. Cause I don't know how you decide to throw a 50, 50 ball on a wheel route to your shortest weapon on the field. When you have 30 plus seconds left in the game, yeah, that doesn't make I much sense. That. Whether, whether that was a play call or whether that was rivers panicking, I don't know, but it, it, a guy who's been in the league for 12-plus years? Struggling at this point. John, what do you Stupid. think? Because I know you're the, the leader of the Phillip Rivers parade down Broad Street, right? Oh, yeah. Well, no, Phillip Rivers has got to go. He's got to retire. Uh, just, dude, it, call it a career. You're not going to win anything. I'm sorry, but you're, you're shot. Go go spend time with your nine kids. And that's not as a, that's not meant to be a joke. Which With Trubisky, if I'm the Bears, call, call it quits as well. Like, get, get a new guy. Like, I know you don't have a first-round pick this year, but – Try to do the best you can to grab it, maybe a third or a fourth round pick for Mitchell Trubisky. Some dumbass team is going to be dumb enough to give up a draft pick for him. So do all you can to give Matt Nagy the quarterback that he wants. I think every coach in the NFL deserves that. So if I'm I'm controlling both teams, I'm moving on from the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Quarterbacks are, are hard to find in this league. I though, agree. So. You know, I, 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 to your point, John, I, I I do agree with you. You know, um, both need to move on. And, and Drew, you're right. It for the Chargers, it's easier for them, right? They have a first round draft pick, right? They, they they could move up in the draft and get a guy they want. But for the Bears, maybe Cam Newton is the way they have to go, right? Like they can't get a first round draft pick. It, it it's like, what do you do then, right? Do you do you take a risk with a guy in the third round and, and then throw him out there, right? Because not everybody's Russell Wilson who's going to be capable. Of being a late round pick and just being able to get thrown into the fire and be successful, right? It, it, yeah. It's to the point where, okay, maybe you know we don't. Trubisky might not be the answer, but next year are we better off with Trubisky and maybe seeing if he can get back to what he did to last year, or are we taking a risk and say, hey, let's draft the guy in the third, fourth round, see what he's got, and throw him out there? And and sometimes you know. I agree. I would ride it out with Trubisky. Ride, ride it out one more because year with you, Trubisky. you have too much investment to not ride it out with him exactly. and, and truly and, find out if he's and, that And, and that's essentially, and if, if the Bears had a first-round pick, maybe it's different, right? You're trying to waste another year of that defense. Who would you, but who would you put at quarterback, right? Because like, think about it. You, you, you think they're better Anybody. served. You think they're better served just taking a guy in the third or fourth round? Like, the quarterback draft this year— I, Personally, I don't. Tua can Tua can slide down to them. I saw him slide down to sixteen. It was it the latest he slid down to? Well, if he's going to be a first. If you're the Bears, if, too, if you're the Bears, right? Why don't you trade well, Mitchell Trubisky 
and one of your assets on defense what, to, trade up, to trade up late in the first round. No, oh, why would you give up Khalil Mack? No, I'm saying you would not. not he's not a an asset. He's just a, he's an untouchable. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's any guys on that defense that will get you a first-round pick besides Khalil no, Mack. No, 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 no. You give up, trade up. You give up your second-round pick that you have this year, right? They probably have two second-round picks, actually. And you give up one of those. You give up an asset on defense and Mitchell Trubisky. You can move up in the first round, late in the first round, and grab Tua if you want to. But the Bears have to lose the rest of their games. I don't think the Bears would do that because I think that if you move up to get a quarterback and then you fail and then you move up again and you fail again, I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, so you, you, you would be your putting job. your entire life. But you're losing your job anyway if you stick with Mitchell Trubisky. And personally, I I, I don't think Tua would fit what Matt Nagy wants. I I, I think Jalen Hurts. I think he. I think Jalen Hurts is probably the best fit God. for what they want to do. I don't think Jalen. It may Hurts. be Justin Herbert, but I'm not sold on Justin Herbert. Jay, I don't else. think Jalen Hurts is going to get drafted in the first set, first round. I, I wouldn't draft in the first round. I think he might. Because you got to think about it. Quarterbacks, right? Burrow doesn't have to go. He could stay. He probably will come out. Herbert. Herbert's coming out. Tua. Tua's coming out. Hurts. This will not be. This is not the the Bears QB class. This is not. You don't have a second-year quarterback and go, oh, He's really bad this year. We're gonna go draft a new one with our defensive assets and right. just make our team worse. Like that's well, not open, open up more holes to, to you know try to fix one. It's not a guarantee. Dude, Nagy's just gonna sit in the lab in the off season and just try to figure out a way to fix him. He's gonna have a wrench and a screwdriver, and he's he's gonna work on Trubisky's brain. He's wasting like his time, like it's, Frankenstein. It's it's he's it's, not wasting his time because he did it a year before. Right. We, it, this is the wait, same he guy. Fi- he never fixed Trubisky. Trubisky was no, never he, fixed. He but never he made an he was, offense he that was complimentary. Pretty, sure, sure. He but played pretty people, decent last year. I, I don't think we're giving him enough credit for played, how he played right, last played year. All right, but teams figured out. All right, now we could get, or now we could diagnose or dissect the Bears' offense. Now defensives, holy shit! Let me just restart this. Defenses have figured out how to dissect the Bears' offense. How to go. Hey, Mitchell, throw the ball deeper. Stop with this short shit. Let's see yeah, what you can do when you throw the ball deeper down the sideline. Right? He's thrown some nice passes down the field. It, it, I just think that defenses have caught up to him after watching the I, film. I don't know if it's more of defenses have caught up to him. I just think, and it could be a little bit of that, but here's the thing, right? Defenses catch up to everybody, right? You know, the defenses kind of caught on to Lamar Jackson, but what did Lamar Jackson do this offseason? He got better at his game, right? How about Baker Mayfield? He, he figured, well, yeah, it, it, it could work sometimes both ways, right? Sometimes, but you, yeah. right? But like Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh sat down this offseason and said, teams are now on to us. Right? We saw the Chargers. They played him the second time. First team played him two times, destroyed him in the playoffs. Let's adjust. Now, to adjust to us, let's adjust to their adjustments. It's all about that. I think also Lamar got the advantage of being able to play in a Joe Flacco system last season, and now they really get to make the Ravens' offense centered around him. Exactly. So I think the following, the next year will be a real test to see. Sure. Def- and we always see this with defenses adjusting to quarterbacks in the second year. But that's the thing, is that if Nagy can do it once, if Nagy can look at a guy that is not that good and an offense that is average, maybe above average slightly, and say, hey, I can make this work, I can, I can work with this, mm-hmm. and, and does so, he can come around and do it again. So you got to give Trubisky at least his third strike before you call him out, I, in I, my opinion. I agree. Unless you have a superior option on the table, a la Philip. If, if I can sign Cam Newton, Rivers, I think Cam Newton is the most logical choice. If anything, I think maybe you get Cam Newton and you keep Trubisky. Maybe because... 
Would you feel comfortable signing Cam Newton and just letting Trubisky go, knowing Cam Newton's but injury is history? Is Trubisky comfortable with being the second overall pick in the draft and backing up Cam Newton? Let's be realistic. What other teams do you think would roll a dice on Trubisky? Right? Like, like not many. Exactly. But. So his best his best chance to succeed is working with the coach, who's kind of molded him last year and mm-hmm. got him to play at a level where he wasn't playing. Like, you know, that's the thing. We we, we and I understand Trubisky gets a lot of rap because bad rap because of. What he was, right? Second overall pick. Obviously, he's not been playing like a second overall pick, but he didn't play bad last year, right? No. He, he still has had 40 touchdowns in his career, only 20 plus interceptions. Like, I, I'm not saying, you know, oh, Trubisky is really an MVP candidate when you look at No, he's, he's obviously not, but, you know, 40 touchdowns, 23 interceptions in his career. Mm. Not terrible, right? Like, like. No, like, quarterbacks like, are tough to find. Right, like 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 they come into the season. A lot of people like the Bears, right? They they they're the powerhouse in NFC that, North. That's the problem, though, Chris, is that none of us are judging this kid like he's just a quarterback, like a second year quarterback. He's because it's an investment because that's how we judge sure. players. Like if Mitchell Trubisky goes late in the first round to any old team and backs up a veteran quarterback, none of us are talking about him. But the Bears, the Bears front office, looked at this guy from North Carolina and said, this is a good player for our team. The problem is is that you picked him over Watson and Mahomes. And so, so now all of the energy is focused on Trubisky and how much is invested in him. For instance, like if Dak Prescott tomorrow... Uh, has a, a brain aneurysm and can never throw the same again in every football game from here on out. He's terrible. Obviously, it's a huge letdown. Obviously, we're all like, what is going on with Dak? This is terrible. But Dak was a fourth-round pick. Jerry took a flyer on Dak and found a starting quarterback that he's going to pay $40 million to. So Dak, if he had come out and been the backup to Romo and started that season 0-6, everyone would be like, Oh, the Cowboys, like, this guy isn't that good, but, like, at least they didn't give up a bunch of picks for this guy and, and traded up and lost a chance to get these guys instead. So, I, I don't know. You really just stay there and you focus on Trubisky. The Bears will stick with him no matter what, I, I think, unless it, it goes further on. So, we we all, what do we think? Who, who has a better shot of leaving their team between Rivers and Trubisky? Rivers. I think Rivers. Rivers. Both. Equal. Done. Mm. Trubisky's out of here. That's a cheap. That's a cheap take. Equal. Cheap. Yeah. Philip Rivers is one hundred percent more likely They're to both leave. They're both out. We just have to see. Tom Brady is more likely to leave than Mitch Trubisky. All right, guys. Let's move to college football, where the college football playoff was announced on Tuesday. Top four: number one LSU, number two Ohio State, number three Clemson, and number four Georgia. This upcoming weekend, noon on Saturday, Penn State is going to go to Columbus to face. Ohio State at the horseshoe. This is number nine versus number two. We've seen these two teams in the past really mess up things with the result of their game, guys. So I want to ask you, who wins this game, and how does this change the playoff race for the Big Ten and for the college football playoff? Now, this was really interesting. Penn State was the first, in the first release of the college football playoff rankings, was number four. So the Big Ten had two teams in the top four. Penn State proceeds to go blow that versus Minnesota the following week. And this past weekend, Minnesota blows their undefeated record versus Iowa. And this is the story of the Big Ten. A bunch of good teams beating up on each other and taking each other down versus the top-heavy SEC. But something that I am really looking forward to is seeing if Penn State can pull this one out. I know Chase Young is back for Ohio State, but if Penn State pulls this out, 
they have the tiebreaker over Ohio State for the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. At that point, and John, you can probably like help me out with, well, Ohio State has their Michigan game coming up. So let's say this hypothetical occurs. Penn State wins this game on Saturday versus Ohio State, which is very winnable for, for them. They, they can come in and, and do some damage, do some deep throws. Yep. They win this game. They go to the Big Ten Championship, face off against Wisconsin, I believe. Well, they no, won. they wouldn't get – would they automatically get to the Big Ten Championship? Because um, the, then the way that would go would be – The Big Ten East is the Big Ten. Right. So, so if, if Penn State were to defeat Ohio State, right, mm-hmm. Penn State would be 6-1 and one in their conference, but Ohio State would be – I'm sorry, they'd be 7-1. and one. Ohio State would be 7-1, and one, right? Yeah. But then Ohio State plays Michigan – Next so week. that's part of my hypothetical is that Ohio State. So here's what happens: Penn State gets this win over Ohio mm-hmm. State. They're they have one loss. Right. Then they Ohio, played Rutgers last the last week of the season. Yeah, and then Ohio State turns around and beats Michigan, another mm-hmm. big time win, right on their schedule. Well, Penn State gets the game at that point. Penn State gets the Big Ten game because they have the head to head record. Yeah. So Penn State right. wins the Big Ten. They they win the championship. Yeah. This is my hypothetical, okay. right? They win the championship. You then have an Ohio State team, a very strong team, arguably the best team in the country. You could argue LSU, but LSU cannot match up with Ohio State's defense. That is right. a strong okay. defense. So you look at that and say, if if an SEC team loses, which they will, one of Georgia, LSU, and Alabama will lose, almost guaranteed, then you have a situation where you might be able to slide Penn State and Ohio State in the college uh, football playoff. I agree with you. I think... Because Georgia clinched their part of the SEC, right? Yeah. So if LSU plays Georgia and LSU beats Georgia, Georgia would have two losses. To me, they're they're out, yeah. right? Like they're they, out they're, they're out, right? They're not they're not making mm-hmm. the top five. But then you're right because Penn State, whoever wins the Big Ten, right, with with one loss, they're getting a spot, right? They're mm-hmm. three or four. There might be two Big Ten teams at the end. That's of the day. That's, that's, that's what I'm arguing saying. is that no, that's very possible. Right? No, it, it it is into the sense of. But then you also have to take into mind. Oregon or Utah, if they win the Pac-12, right, because they could play Pac-12 against each other. Pac-12 will not get in the playoffs. No, no, but it's but, tough to get the Pac-12. But but, in the but, but then if 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 Oregon or Utah, they they'll play each other if they both go to their Pac-12 championship yeah. games. Meaning that one of them would have a one loss. Then do you say how? Like then what? Then is it? Um, do we give it to the Big 12 runner-up, right? A, a, a team who wasn't even in the Big 12 championship, right? Like, say if you're hypothetical, if Penn State makes it, they play Minnesota or Wisconsin. Those are the two teams yeah. on the other side. Then do you? Then how do you? How do you pick as a committee? How do you say? I know Ohio State's a one-loss team, right? They lost to a, a very good Penn State team. Who are your Big Ten champions, right? But then how do you say a team like Oregon, who's had one loss, they end up only losing one game, or Utah, who only loses one game, and then they beat each other, right? Mm-hmm. They, they both only yeah. have one loss. Then how do you say, how do you not let the Pac-12 champions get in there? And again, the pac 12 not as good as the Big Ten, but it it was pretty good this year, right? Mm-hmm. But then you could all say the same thing about, you know, the, the, the Big 12, right? Like, Oklahoma, they only have one loss, right? If they run the table and they beat Baylor, mm-hmm. and they only have one loss... Against Kansas State, though, it'll be rough right. because Penn State will have their and, and, loss against Minnesota and, and, and Ohio and, and, State and U- against Penn State. And, and Utah's losses against well, Penn State's loss is Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Utah lost to USC, who's not great, but they've got back. Oregon, I have to check out who they lost to. I'm not 100 percent sure, right? But like, then how do you do that, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I get what you're saying. Ohio State, they're a good team. I don't think it, I, I don't think it even gets to this point. By the way. 
because I think Ohio State smacks Ohio Penn State. State I think they smack Penn State. Uh, Chase Young back. I three and a half, four sacks. I think he's gonna have an amazing game. Justice Fields, Collins Dobbins. Mm-hmm. They're they're legit, right? Penn State is pretty good. They're a good, decent team. But but hypothetically, then like it's tough. Then how, how do you how do you say oh Ohio State you didn't even make the Big Ten championship? That's my point. This is from a few years ago, right? When when Ohio State loses to Penn State and beats Michigan, but Michigan beats Penn State in that three-way. John, you remember that a few years ago yes. when James Franklin won the Big Ten Championship? We it was like, we're going to go, and like it was a whole thing, and Ohio State made it over Penn State. Yeah, Penn State was like five. Yeah. What do you think is going to shake out? Like, we, we don't really ever talk about your Buckeyes. So, no, I think Justin Fields, he's getting no love for the Heisman, which is ridiculous to me because he's got yeah. 31 passing touchdowns, one interception, he good. and he's got 10 rushing touchdowns. Ohio State. Quarterbacks don't get that respect, though, they because don't. they're not traditional quarterbacks. Exactly. So he's got 41 touchdowns, throwing one interception this entire year. Mm-hmm. That's Heisman worthy for me. And I think J.K. Dobbins is one of the best running backs in the country. He's got 13 yeah. touchdowns this year. Like, I think Ohio State's one of the most underrated teams in the entire country. Like nobody's given them the yeah nobody's given them the love. I know the committee is, but I feel like the media is kind of just. Focus on LSU. Focus on LSU and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I think I think Ohio State has a good shot of beating oh, yeah. both teams. So I, I'm gonna go with Ohio State to beat Penn State. You're gonna take them to yes. beat Penn State. I mean, I don't even think it's the offense as much because obviously they have a very potent offense. The guys you listed, but man, that defense is strong. Like that defense yeah. is, is what's gonna make the difference in a one in an LSU versus Ohio State game. Right? Think about how good uh, Nick Bosa is. Right. Mm-hmm. Chase Young is supposed to be better. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy. That's my thing with college football is that, you know, you spend all year, and obviously we do watch college football, but this is the point of the season where the situations really start to break down. Yeah, this you, is the time of year. If you've yeah. been ignoring college football all season long, this is the week where you've got to start paying attention. And and I think that this, this year is better than most years because this is the first year where the SEC and the Big Ten are both at a very potent right. level. Mm. They're both potent conferences. Yes. And, and Oregon... Oregon, uh, Chris, they, you got love for the Pac-12. No, man. No. I love it. <laughs> they're not going to get in. Chris. No, 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 I don't no, think they're no. going to get in. They're one loss, though. It doesn't matter, Chris. Week one against Auburn. Auburn, when they were ranked 12 at Auburn, mm-hmm. not a bad loss, right? Like, like that. That's not a right. It's that's quality a, loss, but it's not. So, gonna, so but yeah, but so they, let don't, me ask they, you they don't do quality losses well, for no. the Pac-12. So you're telling me that at a time when Auburn was ranked 12th, and I know they're not ranked now, but you, you, to me, I evaluated at the time, right? Like, yeah, you, you can't say what if, right? When, when Oregon played them on the road, they were number 12 Auburn, right? Doesn't matter what they are now, that was what they were ranked. Mm-hmm. So quality losses, and I get it, uh, and I'm not gonna, I don't want to sound ignorant. I get it. Minnesota, and if Penn State, if Ohio State loses to Penn State, they are better than Auburn, but then one loss. Not a bad loss, right? It's not like they lost to, you know, Colorado State at home. They mm-hmm. lost to Auburn in a ranked matchup week one where they were underdogs too, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. And, it's and, just that and the Pac-12 Pac-12 is, gets the same amount of love as the AAC. Like they're uh, – yeah, no, no, when it comes to the playoff, I'm saying. When it comes to the yeah. playoff, they don't even get consideration. They they get more consideration. They get they more. I'm saying they they don't. Washington, Stanford, Washington. Washington was in it. The La- Washington yeah, was in it they, for a few. Wa- years. That Washington team was way better than this Oregon team. But they also Definitely. had one loss when they were in it too. I get it, but it's about the quality of wins, right? That Washington team, their quality of wins were way better. 
than Oregon. I'm no, sorry, definitely. Chris. Oregon's not making. Well, it. no. Well, Washington, yeah, and they, 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 their offense was, was crazy. Yeah, it was but unbelievable. I John don't know. Ross was disgusting. I, I, I might just be arguing this with my heart, but I really just want two Big Ten and two SEC teams. Yeah, exactly. I really just want it to be like Screw LSU and Bama yeah. and Ohio State and Penn State, and I would, it would blow. I would watch every second of all. All three of the three of those three games. games. Yeah. I don't know. Don't rule out the Pac-12. I'm telling Chris, you, Chris. You're just the lame guy at the party yeah. that wants like the nerdy kid to be included. Yeah. We just want the cool kids at the party, dude. Because here's the thing: the, 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 the I, four of the most iconic college football. We gotta teams. move on. Damn it! I'm just saying. I hate college football in the sense of it's like high school. It's a popularity contest, right? Not a popularity oh, contest. Oh, Alabama, they're so sexy. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna vote them prom kings. It's supply right? the man. Poor Chris. Oregon with supply its glasses. Oregon, nicest guy in the world. Holds the door for everybody. Stand-up guy. You know, never has a mean thing to say. No one even gives him a vote, right? Because he's not good looking enough. Ugly ducklings. Ugly ducklings. That's a good way to wrap. Up I'm a. I'm also. I also like USC though. Like I'm a USC fan. But I'm just saying. I. 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 I think the committee. They're gonna have a tough time evaluating this. Essentially, it's all hypotheticals because I think. Um. I. 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 I think. Ohio State wipes the floor with Penn State. The line's eighteen and a half. I'm very. I'm very eager to take Ohio State with the points. I think they blow them off by blow them out by that much. Fair enough. So speaking of blowing, right? Which team is the best team in the NFL that's just blowing every other team around them? Speaking of blowing. And I thought we were going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> I thought we were in story no, this, time this again. Is, this, is, this is a family podcast. Uh, I thought this okay. was story time again. <laughs> no, no. But we got no. your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Oh, yeah. Sure, my girlfriend's. But anyway, I think the best team in the NFL right now, and to my surprise – is the Baltimore Ravens. Thank what? you. I got ripped apart uh. on my show on Monday by Mike and Sam saying, oh, well, I'm not falling for this. The Patriots are the best team. So I'm supposed to lay down and let the Patriots, right, who don't wow. even, their offense is not as good as they've been, right? They should have beat the Eagles by a lot more. I'm supposed to lay down because the narrative is the Patriots always make it? No. Like, like, like Mike, and Mike and I went at it, right? He was like, oh, well. He, he tried to say, you know, the pass interference call. In the Mike Texas doesn't even game. watch football anymore. So screw Mike. No, he does. He watches. I know. He's a Panthers fan. Yeah, he's a Panthers fan. He's a Panthers fan now, Mike? Well, he wore that stupid ass No, he has that hat. He went to a game that one time in Carolina. No, but John, I I said the same thing, and and Sam and and Mike were like, thought I was crazy. That's okay. That's all right. You are crazy. No, yeah, I know. You are right on this. (laughs) No, I know. It is the Baltimore Ravens. I did not expect the Ravens to be this good. me neither. And I loved Lamar Jackson. I thought Lamar Jackson was the second best quarterback to come in that class. But I did not expect them to be this good this quickly. So I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. We're talking about a team who averages over 200 yards per game on the ground rushing the football. The next closest team is about 140, 150 on the ground. That's the 49ers. Talking about a team that can completely control the time of possession and keep their most electrifying player on the field as long as they want, right? That Texans win, that was a good win. Right? Like, the Texans are a good team. They went at the Arrowhead less than a month ago and beat the Chiefs on the road. And the, the Ravens made the Chiefs, um, the Raven, I'm sorry, the Ravens made the Texans look like crap. Look mediocre. Yeah. They're not a mediocre team. They're a good team. Yep. No, I'm going with the Ravens. They, they, it they looks can, like you are as yeah, well. Yeah, d- dude. How, how do you stop Lamar Jackson, right? Can't and, stall and, a spy. And, no, and you know what? Sure, maybe the Patriots. Maybe they beat the Ravens in the, in the AFC playoffs, Championship yeah, game. Or but right now, 
that the Ravens, like, right now, if you're telling me to pick the best team, I don't care about the Patriots' top defense, right? I don't care that they've won it the last year. They're always in the play. Right now, the Ravens are the best team. Yeah. They're, they're, they are the best team. There's no doubt about it. Have to be. Drew, don't say your Cowboys either. <laughs> yeah, it's the Cowboys, guys. Guys, no. Um, I think that in this league this season, there's been so many awesome storylines that I think a lot of people have fallen in love with teams based on storylines. I think there are people like Chris who are like, look how many rushing yards the Ravens have. It's so cool that they have this cute quarterback and Mark Ingram's going crazy and all this and all that. But the New Orleans Saints are the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. The New Orleans Saints, and the thing is, is that we've been known about the New Orleans Saints. We do already know that they have this potent offense. And I think Michael Thomas, if I'm voting my top five MVPs today, is my fourth one in the list. He's on record to beat Marvin Harrison's record for um, most catches in most, a single most season. Catches in a season. He's about to shatter it. Mm. On top of that, it's not the offense because we've seen the offense. I know that Kamara is going to come out and ball. I know Breeze is going to ball. So I know you Michael, have the Saints. I know Michael Thomas is going to ball. But here's my ticker. Okay. The Saints defense. They're good. Is a top three defense yeah. in this league. I don't know about top three, but they're definitely top ten. Who would you? They're definitely top ten. Yeah. They're not not top three. No. No. Are you kidding Patri- me? The Patriots defense Patriots, is better. Patriots, Baltimore, and San Fran. I wouldn't say Baltimore. Not Baltimore. I would not say Baltimore. Baltimore. I would not say Baltimore. I'd say Page. I'd say I'd say Patriots, San Fran. I just and don't like. Ben, I just do not like the defensive coordinator for the uh, Saints. I forget his freaking name. I always get Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen. I hate that guy. I don't know how he got the Raiders job. Yeah, he's good. I don't think he's that good. They're you know a good team. Da- you know his They're dad past- is right. Like that's who's his dad. Pretty sure it's like Bruce Allen. Who no, it's not. Of- no, it's not. he's got nobody. No, I'm pretty sure his dad was a coach. I don't even think he has a dad. Well, okay. My point is, <laughs> my point is, is, you know what? I'm not even that crazy passionate about this right now because I know that come playoff time, you guys will realize the Saints are the best team in the NFL. Because because you're picking, you both are picking the, the best. You're, you're picking the darling. You're picking the sexy pick. Chris, you're picking the sexy girl at the prom to pick for oh, yeah, prom she's, queen. Yeah, the she's Saints, hot. The Saints are the consistent one. Right. The Saints are the one that are going to win the The Saints the got the Saints beat don't by have the an, Falcons the Saints at home. Don't have or on the, on the road. Every team, ha- every on the road. team has bad games. They do. They and do. the Saints, despite because being of that, beat by I'm the gonna, Falcons on the road. But because of that, I'm going to just... Anchor them down oh. one notch below oh, the, but the, the Ra- Ravens. But the Ravens lost to the Browns at home. Okay, but since then they've made up for it. But since the Saints lost for the fa- it's for only the been Falcons, one game though, it doesn't. So you're basing that the Ravens are the better team because of recency bias, because of, of recent loss for the what Saints. What have you done for me lately? Oh my goodness, they have the same record. The Saints, the Saints have a better record. Don't they haven't gone on their bye or they have? No, all, 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 all teams, have, all teams, all teams have, have no, survived. No, no. This is, I think, this is the last. Yeah, week so all teams, this, this I'm saying, all yeah. teams, all yeah. teams are, have Besides gone on the their teams. bye. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing, I, I get where you're saying. Oh, I'm picking. I had no confidence in the Ravens going into this season. I will I openly. Did. I, I will, told you guys, dark horse. I, I will openly John, admit. John laughed. I openly admit that I did not think Lamar Jackson would be able to adjust to the. I league. openly admit that I did. I right. don't think that they would be. And crazy. that's fine. But but I don't know the Saints. I get it. The experience with Peyton with the Breeze. They have something to prove after getting gypped off out of last year. But let's. I know they got Michael Thomas. But teams could shut down Michael Thomas, and they haven't done it yet. And I'm I know, sorry, nobody. Has and I done know that it's yet. easy. I know it's a lot. Sounds a lot easier than it is, right? But if you take out Michael Thomas from this Saints offense, who do they have? Kamara. Kamara hasn't been playing as well as he has been. Cook. 
Jared Cook has not even done anything this year. Cook had a touchdown. Oh, a touchdown. Should we apply every person who's had a touchdown? He also only had like 12 yards and a touchdown. But they're a good team, Chris. They are a good team. They're I'm a not, really good team. I'm not disputing you're, you're, So you're, not you're telling me, that. you're saying, you're saying, oh, I'm Chris, and I'm just going to take Michael Thomas away from the Saints. Now what do you have? No, it's Michael Thomas is on the Saints, okay? No, no, and no. even if they don't have Michael Thomas? I'm not saying take off Michael Thomas. I'm saying... If a team locks down Michael Thomas, right? That's not going to happen. A team double teams Michael Thomas, takes him out of the game plan. What do they have, right? And if and and if I if I told you if I said if you take Drew Brees out of the equation for the Saints, what happens? They lose, right? Yeah, no, that's what the they, Falcons did. They don't they that, don't lose? But that's what the Falcons did, right? They put pressure on. They put pressure on Brees, made him rattled. They didn't win that game, right? They didn't win like that game, right? Right, but, but but what did the Falcons do? They put pressure onto Drew Brees. So why didn't the, why didn't the Bucks out. do that? The Bucks have good defensive weapons. They have Shaq Barrett. Like why can't why can't they why can't they put pressure? Why did the Saints win the next game? Because they just came out and had a bad game, just like the Ravens had a bad game against right, the Browns. Right, but you're saying how do you stop Drew Brees? Right, if you stop Drew Brees, they still they still wouldn't lose. The Falcons stopped Drew Brees a few weeks ago at on the road in the Superdome. They put pressure on him. They sacked him. They made him throw picks, right? They took him out of the game plan. That's why they won that game. Mm-hmm. Mm. You just don't and, think and, that the Saints had a bad game. You think that you think that the Saints scoring nine and giving up 26 wasn't an anomaly. Just look through the Saints. Look through, well, what do you mean? It, of course it was a bad game, but the Falcons played better. Right, the Falcons obviously took out Drew Brees. Obviously, they took him out of that game. And the Patriots just had a really bad game this past weekend. Right, but they won. The the Niners had bad game because they were playing a team with nothing. No, they but, almost lost to a team that basically was playing uh, Panera Bread employees. Uh, I'm I'm saying, the Ravens appeal on offense, and I think on defense too. Right, I I I I do. The think- New Orleans Saints have better position players at every position than the Ravens. Chris, you're falling in love with Lamar Jackson. Breeze is a you're better. Telling me, Breeze is a better passer. Sure, but that's Kamara's a better rusher. And Mark Michael Ingram? Thomas. You think? You think? Really? Because I feel <laughs> like some people would disagree. No, I don't uh, think anyone would disagree. A straight runner, right? Running just, back. Just I'm talking about you, a running back. Just any any facet of catching, running. Kamara is better Kamara's than Mark. Better, but the way you're making it seem like it's no doubtably. Mark Ingram's having a really solid year. He has better stats than Alvin Kamara has this year. I don't know about all that. I'll look him up right now. Uh, I guarantee you. And Kamara's been out for two, three games. So, I mean, if you want to say that he has more stats, maybe. But that's partly because Kamara's been out and Mark Ingram is basically all of their offense. Mark Andrews and Mark Ingram. Right, so that's what you're saying. Better, you're telling me Jared Cook, wash up Jared Cook, is better than Mark Andrews? No. No, no but so they're not better at every position then, well, right? Right, tight end. Tight end is But no, you're saying great. every offensive position player, right? But they, I just listed three. I just listed Right, but tight ends are a big part of offenses, right? Okay, so Mark Right, Am- like Jason wins a big part of the Mark of, of Ingram Cowboys. has only rushed for over 100 yards three times. Oh this my year. goodness, Chris. Just don't say stuff. Just don't say stuff to How say How many stuff. times has Alvin Kamara done it? Zero. He has not rushed for a hun- over 100 yards once this season yet. Mm-hmm. But he's rushed for more yards than Ingram has in a in a complete season. And he's played less games than Ingram. He's a better back, Chris. Alvin Kamara is a top five back in the National Football League. That's not debatable. Mark Ingram is a cute pass option for a team that runs with their quarterback. He doesn't... Mark Ingram, 667 yards on the ground this year. Alvin Kamara, 427. I, I get what you're saying, Drew. And if Obviously, Kamara plays those two listen, extra, listen, he has more listen, than Ingram. I, 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 Obviously, these two guys are here on the table. Alvin Kamara I would makes, take, his big, makes his big impact right. in the passing game, where I don't think Mark Ingram does no. as well no. as Alvin Kamara. That, so that, here's, here's the thing. No, I mean, I, allow me to clear this up for you. And I Mark Ingram's a better runner when that's, it comes to it, right? But 
Alvin Kamara is a better receiver. But when it comes to overall, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. I agree. And I, I look, I'm not debating it, but the way Drew made it seem like was it's no yeah, doubtably. It's no doubt. It's undoubtedly. I don't know if it's Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram might be top 15. Kamara's top five. I think Kamara's elite. Ingram is good. That, Ingram okay, is not elite. Fine. Ingram is a beneficiary of his system but and right, his play But call. right now, Ingram, if you're going based off of this year, Ingram is higher ranked than Alvin Kamara, statistically wise. Statistically, playing two more games than Kamara. And it's Kamara plays I, those two extra games, he has more rushing look, I only wanted to bring this up because it's kind of ironic, right? Because they were on the same team last year with the Saints. Then a lot of people were like, wait, and that Ingram, option. And Kamara was the better back. He was the more, he was the primary back. But look, but now also let's look at this. And I know Kamara's been hurt. But Kamara seemed to do a lot better last year and the year before when he was able to roll off a marking group. Well, yeah, duh. You have a better back to, to work with than Latavius Murray in your backfield. Of course you're going to be better to be better players. A- Ingram would probably be playing like a god on the Ravens if he had Alvin Kamara on the other side. People would be paying attention to Kamara and Jackson all day and yeah, wouldn't even not... bat an eye at Mark Ingram scoring three touchdowns in a game. Like, it, it's insulting. And who do the Ravens have as far as wide receivers? Do I even know? Marquise Brown, Marquise Hollywood Willie Brown, Sneed, Miles Boykin, uh, uh, Mark like, Andrews, seriously, Nick like, Boyle, Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Their offense is better than the Saints right now, statistically though. But that, statistically, yeah, but not, but not player wise. I'd rather have the Saints offense than the Ravens. I mean, I think I'd rather have the Michael Thomas because he's the best offensive weapon. But like out of all of them, yeah. Then, but then, really, you're gonna take Ted Ginn over Hollywood Brown? Like, uh, no, I wouldn't. Well, take yeah, Traquan but, Smith over Willie Sneed? I wouldn't. I would take Willie Sneed over Traquan Smith. Well, Willie Sneed, a former Saint as well. I yeah. would take Willie Sneed as well, but I, I don't know. I just think the Saints' offense. If you're, if if I'm about to go play one single game, I'm taking the Saints' offense and I'm their gonna, defense. I'm taking their yeah. defense too. They have a better defense. Like I take Baltimore's defense. I think I'll take Baltimore's defense. I think I'll take Baltimore's, defense, Baltimore's yeah. defense. I just don't like Dennis Allen. He sucks, me? dude. Have you? But it doesn't matter about the coordinator. Have you seen how they shut down other teams? You see the Ravens? Uh, I don't know. The Ravens, secondary? Sh- the Ravens shut Earl down Thomas? Deshaun Watson. Are Mar- you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That O line is that O line is one of the flimsiest O lines oh, in the league. But, uh, all right, but how about when Deshaun Watson a, lights up the other teams? How come because, those teams can't stop him because, because of that crappy offensive gets, line? He, he like, actually his line's been better this year. They were just yeah, they, they're, they're better this they're year better. because they have Laramie Tunsil and Austin and, yeah, and Titus Howard on the right side. I'm just saying, I just think that the Ravens defense they're showing up. They, they're they doing a, a really good job. That's why I didn't have them making the playoffs because I didn't think they would do that well. Without Terrell Suggs. I mean, but Earl and Thomas, did they have Earl Thomas. And yeah. Marlon Humphrey. Hell? Yeah, and Marlon Humphrey's a nice. And Marcus Peters. And Marcus Peters and is Brandon nice. And Brandon Carr. Brandon Carr's not. Eh, he's, a, he's the used car. But anyway. Brandon he's Carr. a safety now, though. No, no, he's yeah, playing he's really. They moved yeah, he's the safety. Right. He's, he's not bad. He's not bad. Judin. Judin. Matt Judon. Yeah, he's not bad. He's been pretty good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to take the Earl Thomas-led Ravens over the Von Bell-led Saints defense. Like, do you guys even well, know it's who Von Bell is? It's Marshawn Lattimore, Eli Apple, anybody? No, don't say it. Eli, Eli choke on my apple? No. It'd be, if, if anything, it's uh, Cameron Jordan yeah, or Marshawn Lattimore or Demario Davis. But I'm Von, Bell plays, Davis but Von Bell plays safety for the Saints. Sure. That's why I said it. Sure. But he's also Ohio State. So. Yeah. I, don't, I, I just, the, well, the, what the Ravens have done has impressed me more than the Saints. And maybe the Saints, they'll, maybe they'll turn it up at the end of the season, right? They're a veteran team. Maybe they're saving. Maybe nah, maybe they're putting their foot on their gas, and maybe they're gonna. Maybe they will be the best team at the end of the season. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I honestly, it's not like I'm saying, oh, the Saints are gonna miss the playoffs. No, nah. I did say that to begin the year, but they were gonna be a wild card team. But now I know they're gonna probably win the division. I just think that Matt toe for toe, they're just better than every team in the National Football League. But we'll see. We'll see. I got time. I got time. 
we'll prove it later on. All right, boys. It is time for Thursday Night Football. We've got Houston at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is favored by three and a half points. I am going to take Houston to win this game. 23 to 17. Drew, who are you picking? Who am I picking? Yeah, I probably got to go with Houston in this one. Marlon Mack is out. Do we know if T.Y.'s practiced this week? He's been limited. He's close. He's basically, according to Roto World, he's basically 50-50. They said he didn't have to practice to play, but he's mm. literally a true game time decision. Yeah, it sounds it sounds tough to play him, especially on, on, a, a, short, Thursday, on a short yeah. week. It, you feel like you'd give him the extra week and a half versus risking it in this game. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, you don't have Marlon Mack. Not saying you just chalk it up, and maybe it's like, why send T.Y. out there and risk him long term? Just they, get him back one week. and They go rushing with uh, Wilkins, I think his name is, and Williams. Uh, and Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines, he's, he's all right. He's, he's, he's not going to play much, He's going to continue his role as a passing Yeah, player. he's not going to be like a runner. Williams is going to take most of those uh, snaps, Jonathan. Uh, Who are you picking, though? Texans. 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 I Chris? Lo- I love the Texans. All right. I think the Texans are going to win as well, just off bounce Big, back. They, it, they, they got embarrassed. Yeah. I could see them winning this game by, like, 14, 17. Right. And it's also a rematch of the playoffs last year, too. True. Remember the Colts knocked out the Texans in the first round? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's go to our bets of the week. All right, I'm going to start out. I went 3-0 last week, just saying. Same. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I know my stuff. If you guys want to make money, listen to me. Okay? I, went I won th- college football the other day. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Uh, but I went very bold this week. Right. I was uh, feeling myself. But I'm going to go with the Raiders minus two and a half at the Jets. That is my lock of the week. Interesting. Right. My lock of the week, once again, sorry, John, picking against your boys. That's fine. Go ahead. Seahawks plus one and a half. Last week, the Patriots were one of my best bets. Hit that one. I don't know what to expect from this Eagles offense. I I don't I don't know what you're going to where you're going to see. I agree. I would I would have done the same thing, but I don't bet on my team. And, and you shouldn't. Unless you're a Jets fan, then it's easy money. Yeah, then yeah, exactly. All right, my lock of the week is um, kind of a wasteland type pick. Uh, I got Detroit minus three and a half at Washington. Yeah, the Redskins look like a graveyard ball club at this point. They don't. They look like zombies out there. They're not a good team. They don't have anything. They have a bunch of injuries. They're not good. Detroit's going to win that ball game. Detroit is a better team than what their record says. They challenged Dallas this past week. They've had a lot of games where they've gotten robbed of penalties, a la Monday night versus Green Bay. So I'm picking Detroit uh, minus 3.5. That's my luck. Okay, so my second game of the week was what Drew just said, Detroit minus 3.5 at the Skins. I just think that the Skins right now, they are a dumpster fire of a squad. The offensive line for the Redskins – they don't even like Dwayne Haskins. I don't oh, know if you no. saw that video, but no. Dwayne Haskins is Tell saying, me what to do, man. Yeah, exactly. How can I help How you? How can I help you no, guys? F and they that, just man. don't care about it. And I think that entire organization needs to be relocated, just start a new team in D.C. or just actually go to D.C. instead of land over Maryland. But anyway, I have Detroit minus three and a half, but I'm a little worried of Jeff Driscoll. Why? He's good. He's solid. He's pretty good. He, he, he looked Really good against the Cowboys. He's good which at extending is, plays, not that hard. and he's got an arm. He's actually he's he was, spo- he was he apparently supposed, very mobile. He was supposed to be a wide very receiver, nice. and yeah, that's uh, why he could uh, run. Cincinnati a little bit. apparently. Yeah, uh, Mark Cooper practiced fully today. Sorry, it's some breaking news. That's okay. He's gonna get hurt on Sunday anyway. But go ahead. Quiet, you. Go ahead, Chris. Um, my second bet. I've been all aboard. 
bitten on the Dolphins, bitten against the Browns. Last week, I think I picked the Dolphins um, in my head. I didn't do it in our picks. But I'm not impressed with the Browns. I don't care that they won last week against the Bills. They are not going to cover this 10.5-point spread. The Dolphins, until last week, covered, I think, four out of the last spreads besides last week. They didn't cover against Buffalo. I don't think the Browns are a great team. I know the Dolphins are also not a great team, but 10.5 points on the road... I don't know. Something something tells something something tells me Thumbs that th- this something tells me the Dolph this is like this is where the Browns kind of just come back to life, right? Oh, they beat the Steelers the other day. All this controversy swirling around them. Miles Garrett probably won't play in this game, right? Uh, he uh, went for his appeal. I like the Dolphins. Seriously. I, I ten and a half. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so my second bet of the week, I'm taking the Giants plus six at the Bears. We spent about 10 minutes in the first segment talking about how bad and how unplayable Trubisky is. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Oh, uh, he's they practiced fully. He practiced fully, yep. so he's going to be out there. So mm-hmm. maybe the shoulder thing was a bunch of BS from Nagy. And he it was plus, a hip injury. Oh, a hip injury. My it mistake. was BS. It was. It, if, if, if you see, if you were watching the, were you watching the game, mm-hmm. did you see when like NBC cut to like Nagy hugging Trubisky on the sideline and like, Whispering something into his ear, and it looked like Trubisky was gonna cry. Like that <laughs> yeah, was something was that weird. looked like, like old dad talking to his like, little boy. Exactly. Yeah, like like stuff. like, mm. and they were weird about it too. They yeah. at first the the Bears didn't say anything. They had no comment. Then they said it's hip injury. Personally, I think Trubisky was rattled. I think Nagy had to calm him down. They said let's just throw Chase Daniel out there with a minute left. We're not winning this game. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he was even hurt. Yeah, I think but, it was a BS injury. But right. but the thing is, is that. They literally put up seven points in last week's game, and people expect them to to beat the New York Giants by six. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. To, to me, it doesn't make any sense. I think the Giants are getting shepherd back, so I think. Danny well, let's Dimes look at the Giants' defense compared to the Rams' defense. That's that's the that's the reason why. Right, but I think in a lot of games that the Bears have played. It hasn't been the defense. It's been incompetency. It could be a, just, this could be a 14-7 game. It's just and it it could be. It could be like, I could honestly see the Giants hanging a good amount of points on them. My third one is if you know anything about my pickums on the our stadium talk show, I used to pick the Falcons a lot and they would lose. Last week I picked them, they won. They're back on track. Falcons minus four and a half. I'll probably sit here next time we come back and talk about how bad of a bet that was. But <laughs> you gotta sometimes you gotta roll with the hot hand. I like the Falcons this year. Coming into the season, they're probably not going to make it to the playoffs like I expected, or, no, the, or, three and seven. or the NFC Championship game like I expected. But they could win me some money, make me look good. I'll take it. I'll okay. take a minus four and a half. All right. So my last bet, and I think this is going to be Drew's as well. Green Bay plus three at San Francisco. I just like think that. the bad man Aaron Rodgers, he's going to show his hometown squad. Hey, you should have drafted me. His hometown. His, this yeah. is what it's really about, Rodgers' revenge game in, like, I think what, so. year 12 or whatever yeah, he's at? Yeah, I swear, man. He's still <laughs> salty about it. He still jabs about it at Mike McCarthy when he was so. coaching. Yeah. I think I just think that Green Bay is the better team also. I, I'm i just not buying San Francisco yet as that top-tier yet. team. I agree. I'm not either. Yeah, John, my, my pick of the week is the same as you, Green Bay plus three yeah. at San Fran. A lot of people are really high on San Fran's defense, but they forget that the Packers were really the takeaway dogs in the first few games of the season and that Jimmy is not exactly the most efficient or the most timely with when he's his turnovers occur. I think that his turnovers cost them a lot of that game versus the Cardinals, even though they win last week. Also, Devontae Adams has been back healthy for two games. They had the bye last week. Uh, before they went in the bye, he had 118 yards, no touchdowns. I think him and Rodgers like, are due for like a big, big game, and I think that it would come in this type of 
primetime game, I could see him getting two touchdowns, at least 100-plus yards wow. in the ball game. All right. I, th- I know we didn't talk about this, but I, w- I got something a little fun I want to do. Since we're not going to be here next week, and we got we have two weeks, I want a bold prediction about something in the NFL that might happen next time we come on the podcast. A you got one in mind? No. Then why the hell are you asking? Because <laughs> I'm going to think of one. It's a fun question. All I was right, going to so say bo- I think so the Eagles my, will be so my, too, but so they're not going to Yeah, my bold prediction is that I think the Cowboys are going to be 0-2 these next two weeks. Versus Patriots and Bills, right? Yes. They're going to lose to the Bills I think on they're Thanksgiving? Gonna, I think they're going to lose to the Bills on Thanksgiving. Oh, I don't remember the last time we lost on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's a, that's a real, it's a cute one right yeah. there. Um, I, I mean, you asked me on the spot. Here's my bold prediction. No, I like I liked that. I like um, that. And we're going for bold, right? So yeah, that's, hell yeah. That's bold. Oh, bold prediction. <sighs> Fajitas. 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 Ready? Here's mine. Okay. Bengals will have their first win. Wow. They're going to beat the Steelers this week. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but that's, I don't know. We'll see about that's that. That's my bold prediction. No Juju, not looking like any James Conner. This could literally be a 7-3 game. Bengals Maybe. win. No way. All right, Drew, after you say yours, I got something that I want to unleash. All right, my my bold prediction is that it's, well, it it's I guess it's not for when we come back. It's just period for the season. The Falcons don't lose a game for the rest of the year. Wow. <laughs> They do play San Fran to end the season, by the so way. So you have them finishing 9-7. and seven. God bless you. If you guys ask for bold predictions, a bold prediction is not the Bengals will get a will get a win against the Steelers who can't move the ball or that, oh, the Cowboys will lose what? their next two games against really good I'm, defenses. I'm picking a team who's 0-10 neither, to get a win. Neither of those are, neither of those are, are hot takes. No, yours is like extremely bold. No, mine is a bold. That is a bold take. Every day when you come on Sports Talk, we all give – Bold takes like how's oh, mine the, not the, bold? It's not bold. That's not. Are you bold. kidding? You guys are wait. So the where, Cowboys where are going to lose. Where two. is where is the Thanksgiving game? At Dallas. In okay. Dallas. Buffalo sucks on the road. Right. They haven't played. They only win against bad teams. They have a Dallas great not defense. A, oh, a great defense. Yeah. Guess what? You're they, picking. They got beat by the Eagles at their own place. But your bold. Look predi- at the Eagles' offense. Your bold prediction is that the Bills that 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 a one of the best teams and one of the top. Half of the league, two uh-huh. teams in the top half of the league uh-huh. will beat the Cowboys, and that's not a that's not a hot take. Okay. That's not All a right. bold take. Okay. Fine. And that's, that's not a bold fine. take to say that the Bengals could somehow muster yeah, more, than, weak. more than seven that points against weak. the Steelers. Lost because they could only score a touchdown against the Browns. Yeah, that's if they could score weak. any more than a t- they would have beaten the Browns. Like I, I just think that's that a like, bold that's a very bold Jack take, burn of you. A bold take is like something. Oh, you want me to give you a freaking bold take? Then <laughs> I'll give you a damn. Bold freaking take. Dude, your Jets have a chance. To, would, a bold oh, take the would Jets be, are going to lose to the, the Bengals. The bold take would be the, the Bengals Jets make the playoffs. That no, would be a bold take. Because my name, I don't know. I'm not some certain people who tweet that. I'm not a, I'm not irrational like that. <laughs> but I dance with a bold take is. It's being Fine. irrational. You want my bold take? Eagles are going to lose to the Seahawks and the Dolphins. The right, Dolphins is a bold take. The Seahawks, yeah, is the Seahawks is not. Yeah, but the Seahawks is not a bold. Well, I'm saying they're going to lose the next two games. They're going to be on a losing streak. What is up All with right. That's what I'm saying. Takes two games. Know. I'm talking, All I'm right, talking so. five. Oh, that would be what? A f- oh, he asked for a bold prediction when we come back. Pay That's why to I said it. But anyway, listen, and guys. I, did, and I, I have something to say. All right? I have. This is the first time in a long time that we're going to do this segment. You know what really grinds my gears? What really grinds my freaking gears this week are the Philadelphia Eagles fans saying that they want Carson Wentz out of here. All right? Saying that he's a bad quarterback now. Oh, of course he's a bad quarterback. He doesn't have his two starting tackles. Doesn't have his two starting receivers. Doesn't have his two starting running backs. Has a coach that doesn't adapt well. Has a coach that hasn't 
game plan for a wide receiver named Matt Collins who has as many catches in the one month of football as us three. Okay? It is hard right now for Carson Wentz. I cannot believe the one time where Eagles fans decide to be harsh on Carson Wentz and comes after this week. Going up against the six-time Super Bowl champions, Bill Belichick, New England Patriots, where they actually have a legitimate defense this year. Unbelievable. I think Eagles fans should be embarrassed. I was embarrassed as an Eagles fan. People are going to regret this, saying that they, oh, we should trade Carson Wentz. Unbelievable. Well, guess what, dumbasses? He's going to stay for the next five years at least. Ooh, and I love it. I'm so happy. Okay, yeah, you can be happy about it. Twice for the next five years. You can be happy about it. I am happy about it. But guys, you, Eagles fans, you have embarrassed this entire fan base. And honestly, I don't know how much football all of you guys know, obviously. But don't ever say that shit again about Carson Wentz. He is not... The problem with this Eagles offense right now. He's part of it, but he's not the problem. Mm. Get your shit together. Mm. Absolutely. You know what really grinds my gears? When people say that they have a bold take, but it's not a bold take. It's just some some diddly thing. You know what, Drew? It's just terrible. You know what, Drew? I put my I, neck, I, I, I put my neck no. on the line. Yeah, you know what? Speaking of your I'll... neck, right? I hope you choke on a little <laughs> turkey leg. On Thanksgiving. Oh, I All will right. when and Amari scores great, his third touchdown. And, and that's a great way to end it with some holiday loving, thankful cheer from the fellows at Philly versus the Royal. John, hoping Drew enjoys his Thanksgiving by choking <laughs> to death watching the Eagles, I mean watching the Cowboys play the Bills on a turkey leg. Yeah. And if personally, Drew, if Drew I would have died. That's the way he would. Personally, <laughs> I would have said, I hope you choked on stuffing. That seemed a little bit more painful because it's so dry. But hey. I feel like choking no, on oh, the, yeah, the stuffing bone. is not that dry. You got to put gravy on it. You mean sauce? I swear to God, <laughs> I knew one of you. I knew one of you bastards were going to say sauce. Sauce. Whatever. Whatever. No, you All right, let's sauce. end the freaking show. I'm so tired of this you crap. Put you guys sauce are pissing me off. Oh, end the show. Oh, dude, show is over. Thank you for listening to Philly vs. The World. As we mentioned before, we won't be releasing an episode until December 5th, but from Chris, Drew, and I, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, and we hope you all enjoy with the people you love. This is the time of year where we should all look around and count our blessings and be thankful for what we've got. As President John F. Kennedy once said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. Enjoy the three Fs, everyone. Football, family, and food, and have a great Thanksgiving.